everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. Merry Christmas. This is so exciting. Today marks the start of our Christmas season coverage, which yes, it's crazy because we are just barely in October, but that's the reality of the situation. We're really excited. Yay. And uh, to start covering and today we are doing our first of our preview shows that we're doing the whole month of October on the regular episode. And we are looking at the lifetime slate that they've announced 27. They announced 28, but they only give an information on 27. So we may not get that 28. We'll see. So that's exciting. And uh, they had a great slate last year, in my opinion. So I'm really excited to talk about this new set of 27 movies. I'm Rachel and I'm joined today by a very special guest, one of our very good friends, Marissa Serafini is here. Hello everyone. Yes, I'm excited to talk about Christmas movies once again. Yes, Christmas in October. It's so fun. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> yes. And we have Amy is here. Hey guys, we're back. Yes. We're crazy. Amy, are you ready for what you're going to be experiencing the next three months? No. <laughs> Her and I are going to be covering all the non-Hallmark movies. I'm also committed to watching all of the Hallmark movies, so really, <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> yes. Both of us are probably going to watch around 100 Christmas movies by the time this is all over. <laughs> so it's going to be epic. I'm really excited about it. And, uh, so, yes, and we will have our everything else preview we'll have our hallmark preview two parts like i said this whole month on the regular episode is going to be all about <laughs> yeah uh previews so <laughs> i'm really excited Quick. and, and yeah. so we have a ton of movies to talk about but let's just real quick, since we have Marissa on, uh, Marissa, it's, we haven't had you on since March. And yes. why don't you tell everybody, how you have you been doing? I've been doing great, for those who don't know. I have left AfterBuzz and have moved on to different endeavors in life. Yeah, I'm doing great, doing production. I'm happy, um, you know, and just watching as much content as I can. Enjoying it at my own time. Not because I have to, but because... Right. That's great. And you and James are are doing covering When Hope Calls, is that correct? Yes, we have agreed to do When Hope Calls. Both of us are in between like a lot of jobs, right? Uh Like I talk to James and he responds like four days later. So we're having a hard time uh, just trying to figure out a date Mm -hmm. when I cover it all, but it is happening. Yeah. What have you thought of the show so far? Oh, and I like it. It's fresh. It's new, new characters. I mean, good, great storylines already. Um, different from, I mean, it's no one calls a heart, obviously, but it's it's a, its own take, and mm-hmm. I enjoy that. You know, it's refreshing yeah. to see a whole new cast. Yeah, I, I've actually enjoyed it a lot more than I expected, to be honest. I thought that, I think they definitely put a lot of effort and money into it, um, and uh, so... Yeah, it's been pretty enjoyable. So we'll uh, we'll put any information about that in the description section. But so great to have you back on. Thank you. <laughs> I always love doing this. Yes. So we're just going to dive in. So we have our ranking system, our silly, ridiculous ranking system that we use <laughs> for our Christmas previews. And, and the this is just our level of anticipation. We hope that every movie is a diamond ring. Would you agree, Amy? Yeah, but, like, they really would be. <laughs> I mean, I like, would way rather see a whole bunch of great movies. Than a bunch of I mean, movies, you so. mean, ha- 
how many there are, like, I added it up in our Hallmarkies group chat the other night. I did all the math about how many hours we'll be spending watching Christmas movies. And, like, statistically, there's got to be a few duds. Like, <laughs> no, they will. But I'm just saying, just because we give it a call doesn't mean it couldn't surprise us and be an amazing diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Because some of the ones, like, some of the ones I really ragged on last year, I ended up loving. And then yeah. ones I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to love this so much. I was like, that was awful. Why did I watch that? So... <laughs> Yeah. So basically, in conclusion, these ra- preview shows mean nothing. And it's they're a just for preview. Fun. It's just silly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're excited. All right. Let's get started. And as we'll talk about, the like, Lifetime doesn't change as much as Hallmark changes their schedule, but it's certainly possible. So if the dates ends up getting changed, we did our best. We tried. <laughs> well, I think there's like two on this spreadsheet that are off now. Oh, already. Okay. Based good. on what I did last night, unless they've switched since last night. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry about that in advance. It's just the way things are. So, but we tried. <laughs> All right. So the first movie that's coming out of Lifetime, this is called Sweet Mountain Christmas. And the names very, very likely could change. And maybe even some of the casting. So this is just the world that we live in. So Sweet Mountain Christmas. And this stars Megan Hilty and Marcus Rosner. To, uh, well, Marcus Rosner, definitely a hall star. And uh, I couldn't find the director or the writers of this one. Um, uh, directed by David Weaver. Oh, okay. I Googled good. it. <laughs> see that one okay so this one it's the summary is country music star laney blue hasn't been back to her tennessee hometown in years it wasn't the kindest place to grow up so when her career skyrocketed at 17 she was happy to leave it behind though she's set to headline a christmas concert in nyc laney decides to make a quick pit stop to see her family always of risky risky never at christmas and is roped into taking part in a local christmas concert as laney spends more time in her hometown it becomes less and less like she remembered it she begins to fall in love with the people place and just maybe a handsome snowplow driver named robbie when, when the storm lets up will laney head off to nyc or will home be where her heart is now, first of all, we know she's not going to end up at the city. <laughs> yeah. The city is evil in Hallmark movies. Unless. But this are- isn't Hallmark. It's well, Lifetime. Lifetime. True. You never know. But unless you are a window designer or running a, play- a parade. That's the, only, that's the only approved. Occasionally, you might have somebody who works at a department store. But that's pretty rare. <laughs> Those are the only approved city positions. Like, you cannot be a an attorney in the city like forget it so we know she's not gonna end up in new york city that's crazy talk mm. but <laughs> but marissa what do you think about this summary and these actors and everything this movie sweet well no, obviously no, marcus rosner we all love him so already we're in for that i love Ma- megan healthy for uh, smash so i know her singing capability i hope yeah. we get good country music you know me i love country music so i'm gonna give it like an orange because country music and Christmas, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Amy, what do you think? So I, I agree. I think I'm hoping that the music will be really, really good. Because I've heard Megan, Hel- uh, Megan Hilty, and she's, she's a good singer. And also I'm excited 
excited for Marcus Rosner. Also, his name is Robbie, and I don't know why, but I'm now thinking of Marcus Rosner in my brain. I'm like, he could be a Robbie. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my brain. But, um, yes, I agree. I think it's going to be an orange. Yeah, I think I, I, as long as they don't get too caught up in the concert planning mm-hmm. part of it, because that could be boring. But hopefully, uh, it sounds it sounds really cute. So I'm also going to give it an orange. Our very good friend Caroline, I have all of her rankings as well for uh, for these. She gives it cute Christmas themed socks, which I think is pretty solid as well. Ranking for the movie. So starting off on a pretty good note, I'd say. So then on the 26th, we have The Road Home to Christmas. And this stars Marla Sokoloff, who was like the queen of Hallmark in like, I don't know, 2012, <laughs> like Flower Girl and stuff like that. Uh, then Rob Mays, who was in My Christmas Inn on Lifetime last year, and he was very dreamy. I really liked him. And Marie Osmond. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Yes. <laughs> the queen of Utah is 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 in this movie and she's she plays a country music singer which I think is really funny because you know she's a little bit country <laughs> is this gonna be a theme of just country music for a lifetime <laughs> don't watch country country is amazing it is I'm just saying that's a, that's a weird vibe for a lifetime considering what they make throughout the rest of the year <laughs> yeah yeah but they do have maybe they're just inspired because they're doing this in October doing this uh patsy and loretta movie which looks actually yeah. super good so maybe yeah, they caught the so the country and megan hilty is actually in that as well so mm-hmm. the country uh, but yeah <laughs> so this is directed by peter sullivan who's a legend in these movies and it's edited by our good friend randy carter who's, who we i was able to interview again i uh, will hear from him in a couple of weeks he's delightful and the writer is named cassie doyle and she did the christmas contract last year amongst other things which was a lot of fun the christmas contract so uh so that's promising and so here's the summary two rival musicians Lindsay and wes who perform in a dueling piano show suddenly find themselves without a gig on christmas eve and decide to road trip to their neighboring hometowns together during the drive the mismatched pair find themselves surrounded by santa conventioneers <laughs> sa- saving a christmas nativity play performing on stage in nashville with music royalty Marie Osmond, obviously, and braving a massive snowstorm, which just may lead them to making sweet music together. So, Marissa, your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to give it an orange as well. Again, country music. Marie Osmond, she, she was big in the 70s and 80s with country, so you know she's mm. she has credit there. I'm a big fan of Marla Sokoloff and piano dueling. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Amy? <laughs> piano dueling. That just... <laughs> I want to see a piano duel. Yeah. <laughs> That's just oh, this sounds like this is just gonna be gonna be a funny one, a fun one. There's gonna be a snowstorm. Like if we're playing Christmas bingo again, this movie is gonna hit quite a few of our bingo things on the card. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an orange and maybe a little bit of a higher orange. I'm going with like yeah. a nice organic, <laughs> like a farm fresh orange. orange. <laughs> Y'all are burying the lead. They get lost and surrounded by Santa conventioneers. Like, what? 
<laughs> it's Christmas camp, but it's a uh, Santa convention. <laughs> I mean, come on, what more do you want? And they save a Christmas nativity play and get to meet Gary Osmond. I mean, this sounds like the most epic road trip of ever to exist. <laughs> We're going to win bingo just with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm going all out diamond ring on this. This sounds so bonkers that I'm in. And uh, I think it'll be really fun. Uh, but Caroline, she's a sock on it. She's not not that excited. So uh, the, the poster is absolutely terrible for this movie. <laughs> she looks completely photoshopped. Marie Osmond looks so photoshopped in. And uh, yeah, it's really, really bad. So that's my only hesitancy. But I'm going to give it a, a, a small carrot diamond ring. <laughs> So it's, it's good. Okay. So then we have on the 27th, we have No Time Like Christmas. This stars Kyla Pratt, Ed Ruddle, and Rachel McLaren. It's written by, the book is Anita Hughes, adapted by Carly Smale, who I'm going to be interviewing her. Uh, and so next month we'll have an interview with her and she is amazing. She wrote Christmas Pen Pals, which everybody knows I was obsessed with last year. It was one of my favorites. And she wrote Snowed In Christmas, which was really good the year before. So she has a pretty good track record. And here's the, here's the plot. Uh, so after Emma finds her college boyfriend's engraved watch at a vintage jewelry shop, her sister Bronwyn believes it is a sign and decides to secretly play Cupid by sending Emma to the same bed and breakfast in Vermont that Fletcher is staying at one week before Christmas. However, upon arrival, Emma is not only shocked to bump into her first love after all these years, but also his vivacious daughter. Throughout the week, the two fight their feelings for one another as they plan a Christmas Eve show in hopes of saving the local theater. So, Marissa, <laughs> your thoughts? Uh, well, none of that is original, but yet we're still going to watch it. I'm going to say, like, fun colored sucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because yeah. the themes work, but it's not original. Right. Amy, what do you think? Um, it just kind of seems like a lot, and I'm curious how they're going to get to all these things. Like, what is what excuse is the sister going to make up for sending her to bed at breakfast? What is the excuse going to be that the boyfriend sold the watch? Like, it just seems like it's going to be a lot. Um, so I'm going to give it, yeah, a sock. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a sock. I am not familiar with any of the actors, but uh, I won't give it less than a sock just because Carly's movies have been so good. So... Uh, yeah. I'm going to hope it's going to be another Christmas Pen Pals again. Caroline gives it a organic orange, so she's pretty high on this. I think Kyla Pratt was the voice of Penny in the Proud Family TV oh, show. Okay. Proud so family. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah. So next we have Christmas Reservations. This stars Melissa Joan Hart, Ricardo Chavira, Ted McGinley, and Michael Gross. It's directed by Deanne Foley. It's her first TV movie. And it's written by Juliet and Keith uh, Giglio, I guess. And they did Very Nutty Christmas uh, last year, which was really fun. Uh, and so the plot for this one is, it's Christmas at the Tree Lion Ski Resort, where Holly is the event coordinator at her family lodge. She plans every event and keeps all the guests happy. But when her college sweetheart, now widowed with two children, checks in, Holly discovers she has her own reservations about life and love. So... Marissa, your thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, Holly. Um, oh, right, that's we're, true. We're going to get that name a lot. Uh, <laughs> it sounds 
fun. I'm, I mean, I love Melissa Joan Hart in everything that she does. So I'm, I'm more looking forward towards watching her. So I'll give it like a tangerine. <laughs> okay, good. A tangerine. Okay, Amy, what about you? Um, I'm, I, it seems like a cool idea, but I'm not so sure. I don't know who the guy is, like, at all. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I've never seen Desperate Housewives, so I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I'm gonna give it a sock. Yeah. Caroline's giving it an old coal. It does sound really bland. It does not, that, that description does nothing for it. So, I'm gonna give it, like, a sock with some coal dust on it. It doesn't sound great. Uh, so, all right. Next is Forever Christmas. This is on the third. Uh, it stars Lexi Lawson, Mark Janami, and Beth Broderick. And the the summary is, when brand marketing professional Lucy Bowers learns that she's inherited her grandfather's year-round Christmas store, Forever Christmas, in the picturesque hamlet of Stowe, Vermont, she makes a trip back home to support the store during its final Christmas season before she sells it to a hip athletic leisure company. But once she is back in, in Stowe, she begins to understand why her grandfather's Christmas shop is so special with the help of the local diner owner, Scott, and the magic of a christmas stranger from the north so this sounds great i'm very excited about it <laughs> i mean she this is classic classic tv christmas movie i mean she's gonna be a bad person of business she's gonna come to the small town she's gonna be uh reformed by the diner owner <laughs> that she's gonna fall in love with and there's a mysterious christmas stranger i mean come on so I am going to give this one uh, just because I don't know any of these actors, but so I'm going to give it a like really yummy orange. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Marissa? Um, well, I like the, the theme of grandfather, you know, so there's going to be a lot of family things and there's probably going to be a moral takeaway at the end of it. And there's going to be a surprise, you know, guest appearance from our lovely man of Santa. So I'm actually kind of excited for that, so I would say maybe a little orange diamond. Oh, very good, very good. Diamond, diamond, uh, orange. orange. All right, uh, Amy, your thoughts? Um, see, I don't know the cast at all, but I'm really interested in this because there's Santa. We don't get as much magic yeah. as we used to, and I just, I want to see Santa Claus. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with my organic orange. <laughs> okay, good, good. And uh, Caroline went with just an orange on that one. Okay, so next we have Radio Christmas. This stars Keisha Knight-Pulliam, Michael Xavier, Tim Reed, and Belinda Montgomery. And this is directed by Jeff Beasley. Uh, and he's doing a whole bunch of Christmas movies this year, including The Christmas Club, Holiday Date, No Time Like Christmas. And then it's also written by Cassie Doyle, who we already talked about once before. And uh, so that's fun. And uh, the plot is when her Philadelphia radio station is closed for repairs during the holidays, DJ Kara Porter is forced to broadcast from the small town of Bethlehem. Desperate to increase her numbers and get promoted outside of Radio Christmas, a year-round Christmas station, why on earth would you want to be promoted after that? That's craziness. Uh, Karis seeks to uncover the identity of the town's secret Santa, an anonymous benefactor that saved all of Bethlehem's Christmas festivities. Along the way, she discovers true meaning, family, community, love, and of course Christmas. So, 
Marissa, what is your thoughts about this film? Uh, well, the whole mysterious benefactor reminds me of a, a watch to remember the actual book, not the movie. Okay. Because um, there's a whole story of anonymous donors in that way. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. And it seems like a workaholic kind of person. So there's going to be a lot of work involved. I'm going to say an orange sock. Okay, good. <laughs> Just a sock. Yeah, workaholic, but an interesting donor. So there's going to be a mystery, like who, who's who, you know? There's yeah. a mystery that they have to solve. Yeah, Amy, what do you think? So this kind of sounds like just a Christmas version of that movie we watched on Netflix not too long ago, Good Sam. Uh And, you know, I'm in for the mystery, but this just seems confusing about the whole radio station plot. Yeah. I mean, she Um, seriously lost her way if she doesn't want to be on an all-Christmas radio station. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with her? Um, But really, my biggest uh, concern, even though I loved The Cosby Show... Keisha Knight Pulliam I don't think is the best actress in the world so that makes me a little concerned with that of course I'm excited Tim Reed um but Carolyn gives in a ring so that's pretty exciting uh so I'm gonna give this one a sock but hopefully it'll be a surprise so I I agree I am also giving it a sock (laughs) okay then we have A Sweet Christmas with Adelaide Kane, Grayston Holt and Loretta Devine is in it and this is Michael Robinson who has directed tons of Hallmark movies, and but a new writer named Kim Izo, so that's exciting for her. And it's when food stylist Holly Grant returns home for Christmas, she learns the elderly owner of her favorite childhood bakery is retiring and has started a contest to give the bakery away to whoever can recreate her famous 12 Days of Christmas recipes. Holly enters, but she isn't much of a cook. Yet when a local baker named Brad also enters the contest, the two adversaries eventually bond over their love of the holidays and end up winning the contest as a team while falling in love in the process. So you got to love a good baking movie. What do you think, Marissa? Well, tell us the whole premise in this summary. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, you know, it's always fun seeing people who don't know how to cook, like myself, um, do something and learn the process along with someone else. So the, the whole cooking aspect, them trying and failing is going to be fun to watch. Um, I like Adelaide Kane. I mean, she's a great actress and she's very sweet in real life. So I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for this one. I'll say orange in between orange and diamond. Okay, good. And Amy, what do you think? So I am really excited for this one. I love Adeline Kane. I love, like, I'm really into cooking right now. So <laughs> all the cooking movies are going to be my absolute favorite. I'm, um, I'm, I'm really hyped for this. So I'm going to give it a diamond. Yeah. yeah, I love a good baking movie. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a, uh, an orange. I'm going to give it an orange, but a hopeful, excited orange. Caroline also gives it an orange. So there we go. Okay, then we have Christmas All a Mode, and this stars Katie, Katie LeClark, Ryan Cooper, Jennifer Ellis, Caroline Keeler, and Kathy Harum, directed by John Simpson, who did The Spruces and the Pines, which was pretty good, uh, and, and he's also the writer of the movie. So uh, this one is a long summary, but I'll try to get through it quickly. Since her father passed away, Emily has been running her family's dairy farm with the help of her mother and best friend. But this Christmas, the farm has fallen on hard times, so Emily's sister, Dorothy, who is part owner with Emily, and her handsome business partner, Charlie, show up with a proposition to sell 
the farm. Emily comes up with an ingenious plan to buy out her sister's shares and hold an online holiday ice cream flavor contest that goes viral <laughs> with the help of a key ingredient. Charlie's amazing apple pie. Christmas a la mode ice cream is born. Still, as the Christmas Eve deadline for the buyout approaches, Emily needs a Christmas miracle to save the farm and her father's legacy in time for a happy Christmas. So, <laughs> this... I'm not big high. I'm not very high in the save the farm storylines in these movies. And like, honestly, is anybody like apple pie ice cream? I've never heard of such a thing as apple pie ice cream. Like, it's, it's apple a la mode. Like, that's, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's not that revolutionary. Like, what? <laughs> Let's be honest here. This is like one of those fancy ice creams you're gonna get out of an LA like. Yeah. shop it makes me think of like salt and straw or something like that yeah, like, but, th but those places are selling like blue cheese and weirdo stuff like pear and blue cheese ice cream or yeah something like so that. it would be like apple pie and pear ice cream yeah they'd be like <laughs> apple pie ice cream that's nothing like what are you doing <laughs> Uh, so I agree with Car Caroline gives this a coal. I also give it a coal. I think it sounds super lame, but maybe it'll surprise. Who knows? Uh, what do you think, Marissa? You know what? I'm actually excited for this one because all right. I, uh, although ironically, I'm lactose intolerant, but I love ice cream. <laughs> I I grew up next to a dairy farm, so I know what that's like. And uh, Katie Leclerc, she's awesome and she's so sweet. Oh yeah. Life. So I'm actually really excited for this. I'll say ice cream in a diamond ring form all right all right amy what do you think i'm you know i'm not sold on it and you know what i wouldn't be happy with this ice cream anyways because it's an apple pie flavored ice cream and what do they put in everything apple pie flavored cinnamon so <laughs> i would have an allergic reaction immediately um but i'm i'm optimistic so i'm gonna give it like a sake orange <laughs> okay good all right we have christmas in louisiana and this uh, stars Jana Kramer, Percy Daggs III, Mar Mara Kelly, Brian Neckmara, Dee Wallace, and Barry Bostick. And it is uh, directed by Emily Moss Wilson, who is the director and writer. So this is The Winter Family is Christmas royalty in New Iberia, Louisiana. And Sarah Winter, which I love that name, a <laughs> successful lawyer and former Miss Christmas is no exception. When she returns home to celebrate the anniversary of the town's sugarcane Christmas festival with her mother and her grandparents, she rediscovers the magic of the season and a little romance with her former Mr. Christmas. <laughs> so, Marissa, your thoughts? Um, I'm not actually too excited for this one. I would say cool, but I do like uh, Percy Daggs. Um, he's cool. Uh -huh. And we, we love Brian McNamara from Army Wise, so he's big in Lifetime in that sense. Uh, I'd say cool sock. <laughs> cool, cool dusted sock. Yeah. All right. Amy, what do you think? I'm going to go with Cole also. I feel like this is just going to be like a whole like reliving high school drama type of movie is what it seems like to me. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do like that it's in Louisiana, which is a little bit different setting. Mm -hmm. It's not like in Vermont, like most of these. Uh, it's in a warmer setting. And I don't know, it just makes me laugh with things like the Sugarcane Christmas Festival <laughs> and Hermine <laughs> Miss Christmas. So I don't know. I'm going to give it an orange, and that's what Caroline gave it as well. So we will see. Uh, okay, so then we have Random Acts of Christmas. This uh, stars Aaron Cahill, who we love, 
Uh, Kevin McGarry, Patrick Duffy, Jacqueline Smith. And it's on the 17th of November. And it's, well, uncovering who is behind the random acts of Christmas popping up around her city, investigative journalist Sydney meets a competing reporter, Cole, who ignites her Christmas spirit and captures her heart, but may not be the man he claims to be. Uh oh. <laughs> so this one does sound a ton like that Good Sam movie. Mm hmm. Right? Which yeah, it does a lot. Uh, but I, I love Erin Cahill. I love her, and, and Kevin McGarry's dreamy. So I'm gonna give it an orange. Uh, Caroline gave it a ring, so she's excited. Uh, what do you think, I'm Marissa? Um, I love the cast. I mean, we kind of already know who the the person is doing all the random acts. So I mean, that's <laughs> kind of a given. But uh, because of cast, I'll give it more of a an orange. Okay, and Amy. Um, I'm really excited for this. This seems exciting. This seems fun. And I'm giving it a ring because it has a fantastic cast. Like this cast okay. is crazy great. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay, next we have Magical Christmas Shoes. This stars Aaron Carpluck and Damon Runyon. And it's a pair of magical shoes step into Kayla Hummel's holiday season, allowing her to rediscover her Christmas spirit and find love. So we don't have much to go off here on this one. Um, and uh, so I'm going to give it a sock, but hopefully it surprises us because we don't know that much. What do you think, Marissa? Yeah, I'll have it uh, Christmas tree covered socks to fit those magical parachutes. Okay, good. Amy? Um, I think I'm just going to give it a cold because I have a feeling this movie is just going to make me cry. Uh -oh. I don't know why, but shoes in movies tend to be emotional, so. It's not the Christmas shoes, thank goodness. Okay, well, uh, it's but, close but, enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this uh, is a sock for Caroline as well. So, all right, here we go. So then we have Twinkle All the Way. This is Sarah Drew, who was in uh, in Christmas Pen Pals last year, and she completely won my heart. Uh, Ryan McPartlin and Leslie Ann Warren. And it's to pull off a spectacular Christmas-themed wedding at the exclusive Snowview Lodge. Wedding planner Cadence Clark joins forces with Henry Harrison, to uh, co-owner of a family-run Christmas decoration and house lighting company. Uh, Cadence and and Henry, both single parents of young daughters, grow closer as they contribute to each other's projects. Cadence with the wedding and Henry with his high-profile client, Mrs. Sutton, and her annual VIP Christmas Eve party. However, a pesky super snowstorm threatens to wreak havoc on Cadence's, Cadence's client's wedding. But with help from Henry, family, and holiday magic, she just may be able to still pull off the wedding of the Christmas season and maybe even fall in love along the way. So this has a couple things going against it for me, even though I love Sarah Drew. I, it's not only one party planning, it's two party plannings and it involves like wedding shenanigans, which are not my favorite. Like I hate bridezillas and stuff like that. So I'm not that high on it, but I love her so much that I'm going to give it a, a sock, a hopeful sock. But Marissa, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, Sarah Drew, she's great. Uh, it just sounds like there's a lot going on. So yeah. I'm afraid it's going to get, like, you know, messed up in between and all convoluted. And you're not going to know what the heck is happening. I'm going to give it wedding socks. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Amy, what do you think? So I'm I'm really excited for this one just because I love Sarah Drew so much. Like my girl from Grey's Anatomy, she's my favorite. Um, but yeah, the party planning is kind of what's throwing me off on this a little bit. But based on I just googled the guy, I don't know who he is or what he's done before. But I googled him and I think they're gonna look really like I think they're gonna have good chemistry based on their looks, which I <laughs> probably shouldn't be basing that off of. Whatever. <laughs> he has been in some Hallmark movies. I can't remember off the top of my head. I didn't write it down. But, uh, yeah. We have seen him before, but um, but yeah, Caroline gives him a ring, so she's excited. I'm giving it an optimistic orange. <laughs> all right, good. Okay, then next, I do like the name Twinkle all the way. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas nine to five. The stars Tia Sarkar, who was in a good one last year, and uh, it's Jennifer Clark is a tough crime reporter who gets the assignment of her life to find the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Okay. Um, sorry, that just made me laugh. Uh, when she goes undercover in a department store as a nine-to-five sales clerk from Black Friday to Christmas Eve, she finds her true calling and meets the man of her dreams. It's a Christmas she will never forget. And <laughs> uh, what do you think about this one, Marissa? First of all, I want to know who her uh, supervisor is to give her that <laughs> assignment. Uh, the true meaning of Christmas from the crime report, the, the, the two things don't add up, right? So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to that. I do love crime, but not... Can you, can you imagine the tough the tough talking boss, the newspaper guy, he's like, so, we got this thing, we gotta, we, we gotta get to the bottom of this, oh, this Christmas thing. Yeah, <laughs> That's the true meaning of Christmas. You gotta, you gotta study it. <laughs> I'm going to say Christmas cold, (laughs) cold Uh, magnifying glass, like a crime. Yeah. Uh, What do you think, Amy? Um, this is weird. (laughs) Like, I am, I'm, okay, Uh, Marissa, I don't know if you've ever listened to me, but in Christmas, I have been forever waiting for the great Black Friday love story. Ah. And it still hasn't happened. I've been asking for it for two years. Still hasn't happened. Um, I don't think this. I don't think this is going to be the great Black Friday love story. So I'm giving it some gold. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it could be the great expose. <laughs> I mean, newspapers are really struggling. They need this kind of investigative reporting. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to give it a call, but I don't know. It could be so bonkers that it's that it's kind of fun. So I, I we'll see. And Caroline also gives it a call. Uh, okay. So, A Very Vintage Christmas. It stars Tia Mowry, Hardick, Jesse Hutch, and Patricia Richardson. Uh, direct, uh, directed by Dwayne Poole. And, or the writer. Written by Dwayne Poole, who did Wedding at Graceland, Chris, The Christmas List, which I think is really underrated, and Royally Ever After. Here we go. Chris, the Christmas lights are up and shoppers are flooding the quaint town of Mountain View, including one special store, Very Vintage Antiques. The shop's owner, Dowdy, Dodie, is a hopeless romantic and absolutely one of a kind, similar to the pieces in her shop. When Dodie finds a hidden box containing an eclectic collection of mementos chronicling a timeless romantic union, she makes it her mission to deliver it to its rightful owner. Dodie manages to persuade the handsome new tenant, Edward, at the listed address to help her in her search. While they find the true owner and true will true love Sorry, will they find the true owner and true love on their adventure? 
So I actually think this one could be fun. You know, they're, they're, they're got this, they're looking for all the clues and I love Jesse Hodge and he can bring a lot of humor to a role. And I feel like it's an interesting pairing him and Tia Mowry. Uh, so I'm hopeful about this one. I'm going to give it an orange. Uh, what about you, Amy? What do you think? Um, so I'm excited for this one. This sounds awesome. I'm ex- I like the whole, like, we're searching for the true owner thing. I guess yeah. this is like a sign, sealed, deliver type of trope. Oh, that's a good comparison. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. But this is, like, fun and Christmassy. And I love the name Dodie. I don't know if you've ever heard of the singer Dodie, but she's fantastic. Love the name. Great name choice. Um, and it's an interesting pairing. So I'm really excited to see if they have chemistry, what that's like that like i'm excited for that and so i'm gonna give it a diamond ring mm, i'm very good. optimistic okay and caroline gives it a sock so she's not excited about it <laughs> so that's interesting you know jesse hutch i i know he's quite a bit older than me but he is quite the heartthrob <laughs> We love him. He was one of the very first interviews that we ever did. And, uh, and he was, we had so many technical problems on that episode and uh, he was so nice and so patient and like repeated things over and over again. And so I always, (laughs) I will always especially love Jesse Hutch. He was great. And And, um, he's another one of those Canadian actors that has just appeared on Heartland. So. (laughs) Oh, is is he? Yeah, he was. It was a bad guy, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, he was in. Uh, he did an episode of Once Upon a Time. He's done a, quite a few episodes of Arrow for like oh, two yeah? seasons. He was a cop, I believe. He was in the Snowman movie. All of a sudden, my brain has. Oh, Snowmance. Snowmance. Yeah, he was on Snowmance, and he was so funny in that movie. We loved that movie. So, Marissa, what do you think of this one? Um, big fan of Tia Mari. She. Yeah. She- and Jesse Hutch too, as well. So I think it's a it's a cute premise. Uh, it, it gives them something to do together while they're trying to figure out, you know, who the owner is. So I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I'd have to say an orange sock. Yeah. Okay. Good. Carolyn gives it a sock, and uh, so, but I'm hopeful about it. I think that one could be fun. Okay. A Christmas wish. Hillary Burton. Tyler Hilton. Megan Park, Christian De La Fuente, and Pam Greer. This is another one directed and written by Emily Moss Wilson. And so every December in the small town of Ponchatoula, Louisiana, a wooden wishing box is placed in the park as a Christmas tradition. People write down their true heart's desire on a slip of paper and place it in the box in hopes that their wish will be granted. After a night out together, Maddie encourages her sister Faith to put a wish in the box, a wish to experience true love for the first time. Faith and Maddie are surprised the next day when she meets the very handsome and eligible Andrew. At first, Faith thinks that her Christmas wish has come true, but as Christmas nears, Faith begins to wonder if Andrew is really perfect for her, or if the wish is leading her to her best friend, Wyatt. So I am all about this. I think this sounds really charming. I love Hillary Burton. I think she's great, and I, it just sounds really romantic and fun and sweet, and I like this idea of the wishing box. So I'm going diamond ring on this one. All out. Uh, Marissa, what do you think? Yeah, I like it. It forces her to, you know, decide between a new guy in her life that's, you know, new and refreshing compared to someone who's been in her life her entire time. So there's mm-hmm. that typical love triangle that we all love. You know, it actually sounds good wishing, you know, the whole wishing tree concept. Yeah. But I'd have to say an orange diamond leaning more towards a bigger diamond. 
Okay, good. Uh, Caroline's giving it an orange. Amy, what do you think? I'm going to give this a diamond ring. I think this yeah. is, one, a fantastic cast. Right. Um, and I'm just, like, super, super, super excited. I think it's going to be cute. And there's, like, a kind of will-they-won't-they type of thing, which I like. Yeah, yeah and Christian De La Fuente and uh, Tyler Hilton, they are very enjoying me. So See, I don't um, know them, too. I know the girls. <laughs> I think Chris, Christian De La Fuente, I think he was on Dancing with the Stars. Pretty sure. But anyway, Staging Christmas is next up. This stars Soleil Moon Fry, George Stoltz, and Jaleel White, and is directed by Amy Barrett, writer Anna White, uh, and who did, who we've interviewed before, she did Sister of the Bride, Christmas, and Christmas Made to Order. And this movie, I have to say, does sound a lot like Christmas Made to Order, but mm-hmm. it's uh, Lori stages homes for a living and her busiest season is Christmas. Though she normally only stages homes that are for sale, she's intrigued when a wealthy widower named Elliot asks her to stage his home for the holidays to cheer up his daughter Maddie. As Lori starts remaking Elliot's home, she finds that Maddie isn't the only one in desperate need of the Christmas spirit. As Lori spends more and more time with Elliot and Maddie, she starts to feel like part of the family. While she was initially tired to simply stage the perfect Christmas in their house, she ends up creating it for the father and daughter in every way imaginable. So, Marissa, what do you think? It sounds more like a serious tone. Yeah. Um, so it seems like heavy themes. Some, someone's unhappy. Uh, I'd have to say more of an orange sack. Mm-hmm. More so because it doesn't seem like a happy one. It doesn't the sound Amy so much like Christmas Made to Order. Yeah, like it's basically yeah. tired <laughs> to stage the and so that's a little weird. But uh, what do you think? Um, so I gotta say the cast like the '90s is like shaking right now, early 2000s. Like yeah. we've got Punky Brewster slash Sabrina the Teenage Witch's best friend from college. We've got Lucy's husband from Seventh Heaven, and then we have Julia White who was Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest combination <laughs> of like '90s, early 2000s stars. Yeah. That I can think of. I don't know Julia White. I don't know which show Urkel was actually from. It was on before I was born. But anyways. Um, love the Family cast. Matters, it's called. Family Matters. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> love the cast. Not sure about the plot, so I'm going to give it an orange. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a sock. Uh, just, yeah, just for the cast. But we'll see. I'm not that hopeful on it. Coal dusted sock, maybe. Uh, and Caroline <laughs> is going to give it a coal, so... There we go. Um, so next is Merry Little Christmas, L-I-D-D-L-E. And this stars Kelly Rowland. And directed by Bosetti Williams. <laughs> and she's new to TV movies. And writer Andrea Stevens, who's on Someone Calls the Heart. Uh, inspired by her own recent Christmas catastrophe, Kelly Rowland plays Jackie, a successful, super-together single-tech entrepreneur whose messy family descends on her gleaming new dream home for the holidays. Christmas traditions collide and family drama ensues as she struggles to keep her house together in time for a glossy video shoot of The Perfect Christmas. On top of that, the possibility of romance with a new neighbor has Jackie questioning all her dating rules. So even though this isn't the Christmas she envisioned, it might just be the most magical one yet. So I'm really not feeling this one. I I don't know. There's uh, I I'm gonna give this one a coal. I'm not very very excited about it, but who knows? Uh, what do you think, Marissa? Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Coal. It doesn't sound fun. 
I mean, there's no such thing as the perfect Christmas as much as you try to, you know, put one together. So it sounds like a work another workaholic kind of person. And the boy next door, come on. I think you can do a little better than that. Yeah. Caroline also gives it a call. Amy, what do you think? I, I'm excited for this one. I like this. I think it's going to be funny. Family, you know, they're descending on her dream house. They're, like, taking over. It's like a family I don't know. I think it's going to be a fun family and she's going to get so annoyed by her family, but I think it's going to be really cute. So I'm going to give it an orange. Okay. It's kind of hilarious that that's evidently her, her, her own family. Own recent <laughs> Christmas catastrophe. So that's kind of weird, but okay. Um, all right. So the next one is a storybook Christmas. This stars Ali Liebert, Jake Epstein, Habri Larrett, new writer, a Jennifer Edwards, Amy Catherine Taylor, and then Curtis Crawford directing if event planner Celeste Everett is going to save her business and give her niece a happy Christmas season, she needs help. But when the nanny she hires out to be a turns out to be a man, Celeste surprisingly realized she may have also found Christmas love for herself. And <laughs> I mean, this this has kind of workplace unhealthy workplace relationship all over it. But I don't care. <laughs> I think it sounds fun. I'm excited. I'm going to give it an orange. Uh, what do you think, Marissa? Yeah, it sounds fun. The idea of a Manny is not new. Um, right. So, I mean, it's more 21st century now, so it's more acceptable for male nannies. I- I'd have to say orange as well. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Amy? Okay. Jake Epstein. I know this might be a little bit after y'all's time, but <laughs> my favorite character in Degrassi was played by Jack- Jake Epstein. Okay. He played Craig, my favorite character ever. I'm so excited. He also played the murderer like twice in Murdoch Mysteries. But I am so excited to see him be a nanny. Uh, It's uh, Diamond all the way. Like, I don't care what the rest of the movie is. I just love Jake Epstein. And my like 12 year old Degrassi loving heart is so excited. (laughs) And Allie Uber is great too. So we'll go. Caroline's also giving an an orange. So that's pretty fun. Okay, next is Matchmaker Christmas. This stars Corey Sevier and Emily Rose as a new director to TV movies, Brian Bro. And Brittany Wiscom is a new writer. So it's a bunch of new blood. As the Christmas party for a book publishing company approaches, editor Maggie volunteers to help her boss, Amanda, find a date. Matchmaking is a bit of a hobby for Maggie, but she's thrown off her game when Jackson, her old boyfriend from her college year, shows up at her work as a newly signed, success, as a newly signed successful author. Maggie would love to deny she feels anything for him still, but Jackson isn't making it easy. She'll have to face her decisions of the past along with Amanda eyeing Jackson to bring together the perfect matches at Christmas. So, Marissa, what are your thoughts? Um, first of all, they had me a book. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, I'd have to say Diamond Orange because we all know past loves. So. Yeah. What do you think, Amy? Um, I'm I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna give it like uh like a high orange. Um yeah, I'm not so sure about the boyfriend from college thing. Yeah. I, I'm in college. I don't understand all these movies. I don't know where all these boyfriends from college come. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, I don't know many people that have boyfriends in college that that are gonna appear someday. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But <laughs> you fast forward ten years of your life and then you'll understand. <laughs> okay. I think at least in my research, I don't think I, we know who Amanda will be. Uh and I, so that'll be interesting. 
Um, but yeah, mm, I don't know. So I'm going to give it a sock. And Caroline also gives it a sock. So yeah, we'll see. All right, we're, all, we're nearing the finish line here. Okay, then we have a, a dog on Christmas, Vanessa Lachey and Christopher Russell. And uh, the, it's when Marla's dog runs away on Christmas Eve, she must team up with her ex-boyfriend, Max, to find him. Wonder why? Who knows? As the pup leads the exes on an all-day and night search through the North Carolina hometown, they revisit people, places, and things that remind them of the Christmas past they spent together. So this one sounds super cheesy, like so corny. And I have to say, Christopher Russell is not my favorite when he's doing corny and sincere. Mm -hmm. He's way better when he's playing like this, sort of the kind of the playboy, the, the suave guy. I think he's way better at that. Um, Vanessa Lachey, I like. She was good in the one last year. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give this one a call. I love it. But Marissa, what do you think? Okay, so I'm more leaning towards the whole dog aspect, and I like yeah. the fact that the dog is the through line that takes them to old places that they love, and they're, like, remembering things and growing closer again. Yeah. So I, I actually i am going to lean more towards an orange. Very good. Very good. Amy? Um, I'm personally going to give it a call. I am sick and tired of dogs. <laughs> like... <laughs> literally just all the dog movies i'm done i would like some cats and like small animals like where's the rabbit movie where's the turtle movie where is the hamster movie i'm sick of the dogs okay anyways <laughs> a cat on christmas caroline also gives it a coal so we're we'll hopefully all be surprised by this one so okay then we have see every dog <laughs> then we have Grounded for Christmas, this Juliana Guil and Corey Sevier. I guess he's doing two this year. Um, and uh, it's when a winter storm hits Cleveland and grounds their flight, causing roads to close and hotels to fill up with stranded travelers, Nina, a pilot, reluctantly agrees to let her arrogant but charming fellow pilot, Brady, stay at her parents' home. Uh, but when they discover her family is hosting a tree trimming party that night and that her ex-Ivan <laughs> is... <laughs> there brady pretends to be her boyfriend to help her out when the snowstorm continues their their ruse snowballs as nina and brady are stuck attending holiday events together as christmas nears these two opposites begin to realize the best gift they could ever receive is each other so i love a fake relationship i think that's <laughs> the best and I, I i think this just sounds super fun i am going to give this a diamond ring so marissa your thoughts um the tree trimming party. People throw parties for that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it feels like like I've been like, invited to one. It's strange. <laughs> have you really? <laughs> I didn't go, but <laughs> it sounds like something from like eighteen sixties or something to me. <laughs> I question if that's a real thing. It's uh, really just know. an excuse to drink. <laughs> like, that's about it. <laughs> Most of the holidays people, right? Um, honestly, the the whole fake relationship, they're fun. We know how they end up. I'm going to say I'm not really as excited for it. I'm going to say cold does it suck. Okay. And Caroline gives it a sock. So, all right. Then we have A Christmas Melody. This stars Erica Durant and JT Hodges. And it's when aspiring R&B artist Lila crosses paths with amateur songwriter Spence, she thinks she's found her shot at finally getting a record deal. But as the holidays approach, the fast-paced, high-stakes music business threatens to change their sound and relationship. 
Especially when the label executives begin to see Spence as the real star. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marissa, what do you think? Uh, first of all, I love Erica Durant. She needs to do more uh, Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies. and get her into that. Um, love Erica Durant. She was my favorite in Smallville. I'm yeah. excited for her. I know she can sing. JT Hodges, I think he sings as well, uh-huh. too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so maybe they'll get to sing together, and I'm always down for singing. So I'm going to say more of a Orange Diamond. <laughs> All right. Amy? Um, okay. So I feel like this is just going to be a lot of we're going to be sitting in a sound booth arguing. which is not my you know favorite thing so i'm gonna go ahead and give it a coal but i do have to say it is interesting because i googled jt hodges yeah i don't know if i said that right but he owns a recording studio in fort worth texas so he he knows music amy it's the fast-paced high-stakes music business (laughs) um, there's a reason i'm not in the music business This sounds terrible to me. I don't think it sounds good, but I do like Erica. I did love her in Smallville. Uh, but still, I'm going to go with Cole on this one. It doesn't sound great. Uh, Caroline gives it a sock, so we'll see. Okay, next we have You Light Up My Christmas. This stars Kim Fields and Adrian Holmes. Inspired by true events, Emma returns to her hometown uh, built around her family's pioneer Christmas light factory two weeks before Christmas. However, upon Emma's return, she discovers the lights have gone dim in the once festive town, prompting her to reconnect with an old flame to set their hearts and the town ablaze with light again. And I don't know, this just makes me laugh because, I mean, if they have a light factory, like, <laughs> they better have their all of the, they better not still be, like, planning, you need to have your things sent long before two weeks before Christmas. Like, this is a big, it's the factory, it's not the store, it's a factory. And I don't know, just the idea of the <laughs> Christmas light factory and the town, the once fence town prompting to, I, that sounds ridiculous to me, but... <laughs> I do like Kim Fields, but yeah, this sounds uh, it sounds pretty bad to me. I, but I'm going to give it a sock, just because it could be bonkers, and I hope it is. But <laughs> Marissa, what is your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to agree. It sounds kind of out there, even though it's inspired by true events. I mean, it's called right. a gen- if the lights go out, it's called a backup generator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to say coal dust. It suck. Yeah, Amy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a sock. I, you know, I don't believe it. Are you sure this is based on true events? <laughs> Inspired by true events. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so then Caroline is giving it an orange. And, okay. And then we have Rediscovering Christmas. Uh, we don't know any, next couple we don't have much, we don't know as much. Um, Colin Thay's directing it. It's Mia is a window dresser in a big city department store. See, that's one of the allowable careers for a city. Mm-hmm. She has been living and breathing Christmas for months. And now that the season is actually near, she's a little burned out on holly, sugar plums, and Santas of all shapes and sizes. All she wants is a tropical beach getaway with her sister, Sarah. But plans change when Sarah begs for Mia's help putting on the annual Snowflake Festival in their hometown in Vermont. Just when she thought she was out, Santa pulls her back in 
Her explanation point. Mia gamely puts on her Christmas bulb necklace and heads to Vermont. As she finds herself deep in creating yet another Christmas pageant, she meets Adam, the handsome town manager who runs the festival. <laughs> Christmas sparks fly, burnout or not. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, sounds so great. I love it. Uh, first of all, the, the very idea that she thought that she could go to the beach at Christmas is just she needs some serious serious counseling that is a ridiculous thought and nobody goes someplace warm purposefully on christmas that's ridiculous <laughs> in hallmark movies or lifetime movies uh so that's that's absurd and uh and yeah i love that she, she the person who wrote this summary i give them a diamond ring they are my favorite person because it's so good <laughs> she, she Gamely puts on her Christmas bulb necklace and heads to Vermont. Santa throws her back in. Yeah. I mean, we don't know any of the cast, so it's a little hard there. Uh, yes, we do. Ooh, I just found it. It's on IMDb, so who knows if this is correct. Okay. But it says Jessica Walter, Jessica Loundis, and Justine Kotsonas. Oh. Jessica but those are all women, so I think those are all women. So... So we don't know who the Adam, the handsome town manager who runs oh, the wait. festival. Oh, uh, wait. BJ Britt. I just hit load more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't either. Um, so I, li I like Jessica Lannis. I'm sorry to give this diamond ring. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> so Marissa, your thoughts? Uh, I love the premise. I, I agree with you, Rachel, that uh, I would give the writer a diamond ring. Um, it, sounds, it sounds fun. I'd have to say orange. Okay, good. Caroline gives it an orange. Amy? Um, I'm going to also go with an orange. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't like people who are hating on going to the beach for Christmas. Like, what about all of us, you know, Western, Southern, you, Southwest, you know, us people yeah. down here in California that, you know, it's 90 degrees on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the problem is, like, the idea of traveling to warm climates like that's as opposed to just living there because <laughs> See, i have family that lives in the cold and they're like we're having christmas in california with I mean, our family because <laughs> there's nothing i like more in the world than going to the beach so i am one of these heretics i'm just saying that in the world of christmas movies that's not wow. um okay so then we have the christmas temp and this is we, uh, an out-of-work artist discovers a special Christmas temp agency that matches her with a handful of festive jobs, but falls into creative rut while juggling holiday preparations and feelings for the agency's HR manager. And I think, do they have HR managers for temporary agencies? For if it's like temporary. a big temp agency, yeah, I'd say they would. Because people are temporary. I don't know. That's just interesting. Well, but it's anyway, a temp it agency, matter. though. Don't they find people jobs, like temp yeah. jobs? So, like, there are people at the temp agency who have, like, full-time jobs. Yeah. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I see that. Um, so, yes. And actually, I think this sounds kind of fun. We don't know a ton about it unless you found. Did you find more? No, it doesn't even exist on Google. So, <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, I'm just going to give this one a sock. But hopefully, you know. I don't know what it, it'll be fun. What do you think, Marissa? Yeah, I agree. Probably a sock because, you know, temp agencies are never fun. Bouncing between jobs is never fun. You know, speaking yeah. experience. So I think it hits a little too, too close to home and it's right, a little too yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if I would actually enjoy the realism of it. So I'll say sock. Right, I get that. And Caroline gives it a sock. And, and I'm also going to give it a sock. <laughs> All right, last. No, we're the, we almost did it. We're so excited. Yes, so the Christmas Hotel is our last entry that I have at least. And it's Tatiana Ali. Uh, Aaron grew up in a small in the small town of Mount Holly, but always dreamt of living in a big city. Her first job working the desk at Mount Holly Inn started her on a path to New York, Ugh, New York, where she now works at the prestigious Windsor Hotel. When her boss tells her she will receive a promotion if she can pull off a big project, she is thrilled until she realizes the new project is in her hometown. Aaron returns home to discover that the locals don't appreciate their precious Mount Holly Inn being bought out by a big corporation. I bet they want to install uh, condos. And heading up the charge, Aaron's ex-boyfriend, Connor. But when several hotel staff members come down with the flu, Aaron is forced to enlist Connor's help with hotels the hotel's Christmas events. As he sees that the spirit of the Mount Holly Inn will be retained, he agrees to help. When Aaron and Connor end up sharing a kiss, she has to figure out if what she really wants is a promotion or to be home again. So, yeah, this is definitely, like, she has lost herself to the city. <laughs> she needs to come back and be reformed. And this will all completely depend on the chemistry with the, whoever the leading man is, I think, if it yeah. works. Because it's very generic uh, for me. So I'm going to give it a sock, but... If it's good chemistry, it could be higher. Uh, what do you think, Marissa? Uh, gentrification is real. <laughs> yeah. And I think the whole, the, the odds of putting a project in your hometown, it happens all the time. But the odds, the realistic statistical odds of that happening is like <laughs> out of all the cities and all the towns in all the world. It's always <laughs> so funny to me because I'm like, don't they have other land? Right, Why do you yeah. have to build the condos on the like, <laughs> beloved in like, <laughs> in a small town with something as gentrified as as condos right. um i don't know i'm not too excited about it i'll say cold dust is uh, leaning more towards okay uh amy what do you think um yeah i'm gonna go with the sock it just mm, it's not really interesting me all that much and i do agree like unless you grew up in a big town like say you grew up in denver or like la or something you're not gonna get sent to your hometown on projects like it just yeah. isn't gonna happen yeah. like yeah <laughs> uh yeah so caroline gives us an orange and that's it we did it yay Woo! <laughs> <I'm> so excited <laughs> so that was a lot I yeah Woo! i'm tired already can we skip christmas <laughs> <laughs> we're tired just talking about them for like an hour and change <laughs> watching all of them so there we go let us know what your what your preview anticipation is for all of these let us know in the comments section or on twitter we'd love to hear your thoughts and, <laughs> and see what scores you would give them so Amy where can people find you uh, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube and Twitter at it's Amy Craig great and Marissa what about you you can follow me on all those social media platforms at Serafini TV. Great. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, all of our Hallmarkies pod, all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. If you're watching with all our holiday decor, uh, then <laughs> please give us your thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Also, I am wearing one of our holiday-themed shirts 
which is so exciting, a cocoa overload here. And you can get tons of holiday themed shirts at our merch store. We'll have a link in the description. Please check that out. We also have our patron group, which we're super excited about. So we'll have all the information in the description. So thanks so much, you guys. This was really fun. And Merry Christmas! Woo! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs>